This is a prelude to episode 770 of Into Your Head podcast. Uh, episode 770 of Into Your Head podcast uh, is, I suppose you could call it, the beginning of the new season, would you? I think that's fair to say. We just recently finished the temporarily daily summers. Uh, show and it's nearly September when we all go back to school except for adults and people who don't go to school and people who don't work in schools or apart from that no September the 1st is when every good buddy goes back to school all the new TV uh, shows get ready to start and everything basically gets back to normal after a summer and everyone says oh it's the new season of my podcast I used to fall for that I remember back in the early days there was a season 2 of into your head Uh, I think there may have been a season 3 at some point and then I realised this is stupid you don't put seasons on a fucking podcast what in the name of Christ is wrong with you Uh, but no if there was nothing wrong with uh, putting seasons on a podcast this would be a new season and it would probably be something like season 8 or 9 or 10 I don't know Uh, what else was I going to say to you nothing much nothing much I'm just putting this bit in at the beginning because I've just realised uh, the show is only 22 minutes long so far but I've already said goodbye inadvertently at, at the end of the last segment uh, which wasn't supposed to be the last segment so I have to put this extra piece in at the beginning uh, to get up to full length uh, there's no you can't be sticking it on at the end after I've already said good morning uh, good morning as in goodbye not good morning as in hello now I know what you're thinking that they might both be interchangeable but no, not the way I say them, because I always say, anyway, good morning at the end. And you can't have, anyway, good morning at the beginning or before the end. That would sound fucking ridiculous. That would sound as ridiculous, as ridiculous as a cat playing a clothes peg, a clothes peg based instrument. Uh, that should sound a bit like, here's a clothes peg here. I uh, don't know if I can hear that. Sounds a bit like a scissors. Uh, can you hear? Hold on. There you go. Plastic clothes peg is probably going to break now. These are the most breakable clothes pegs ever. Clothes pegs are getting progressively more breakable as the years go by, uh, especially the recession. I think that during the recession, clothes pegs have taken a taking a nosedive in quality. They've got they've got nobody looking caring about quality anymore. It's just churn them out, uh, pile them high, and sell them expensive, and stick them in some discount store down the town and you go up into them and you say hello have you got clothes pegs and they'll say we certainly do we certainly do uh, unless you want to stipulate that that you want clothes pegs that won't break after two minutes of use uh, because you go out to the clothes have I mentioned this already in in the next segment I don't think so I did start a segment and mention the clothes peg but I don't think I used it anyway if if there's another mention later in this episode of clothes pegs I apologize for the inadvertent repetition. Uh, so anyway, as I say, is a prelude to episode 770 uh, about to start. In the next minute or two or three, there'll be the beginning of the episode and that'll make a mockery, I can tell you, of the last three or four minutes in which uh, which are basically nothing. They're basically nothing. They're like, uh, it's like when uh, the late Robin Williams as Mork on Mork and Mindy used to go out into the 
uh, emptiness to talk to his bosses from the other planets. It'd be just be him on a white background. And you think, oh, he's in the middle of nothingness. Uh, of course... Uh, of course, uh, what will probably going to happen now is that somebody will make a fucking remake of Mork and Mindy. They'll make a, uh, they'll get, they'll get fucking some gobshite to play Mork, and they'll get some other gobshite to play Mindy, and they'll get some other gobshite to play their, ah, uh, to play their wacky roommate or something. Do you still have roommates in America? You probably do. We don't call them roommates over here. Uh, we call them people, because roommates are people too, you know. We just call them the people we live with. Uh, these are the people in your na- It's like the Sesame Street song. These are the people in your neighborhood. <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> neighborhood. These are the people. Uh, Sesame Street spent the last 40 years trying to teach you Americans how to talk about your fellow human beings and call them call them your neighbours. And what do you call them? Uh, no, no, you call them roommates. Although I suppose if they're in, living in the same apartment unit as you, they're not neighbours. They'd have to be living next door to be neighbours, wouldn't they? I'm not sure. Probably true. Probably true. You can call them your co-inhabitants or your... Uh, your uh, you could call them your spouse or you could call them whoever they are to you I don't know anyway uh, on with the beginning of the episode on this episode number 770 of Into Your Head podcast hello lots of stuff absolutely fucking fantastic hello lot to get on with today items that need to be attended to issues that need to be addressed topics oh topics we've got lots and lots of topics we're positively booming to the seams with topics we've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of this plastic wrapper this plastic wrapper that has a barcode on it uh, i can't uh, read barcode myself i never learned the barcode language uh, but i can read the numbers underneath that i assume uh, are represented by the barcode uh, they're not very interesting they're just a series of digits a series of digits uh, there seems to be some Chinese on the label as well I don't know what the Chinese mean I presume it means uh, if I were to translate this it would say something like uh, this wrapper uh, contained a cheap pair of earphones that you got on eBay today and you tore open and you took out the earphones and then you put this down on your desk and you say next time I'm going to a bin I bring this with me and I leave this clothes peg beside it as well because that's still of no use up here there's no reason to have clothes pegs upstairs. I must have fallen out of something. I must have fallen out of something. Uh, so, have a little pile here of stuff that's to be brought downstairs next time I'm going down. If I ever go down the stairs again, that is, I probably will. There's a 99.99999% uh, probability that I will go down the stairs again at some point, unless I'm struck by lightning while I'm doing this podcast, or unless Oh, unless 
unless somebody unless somebody uh, drives a lorry into the lower floor of this house and causes the upper floor to collapse collapse in on the ground floor and becomes a bungalow uh, in which case they'll have no reason to go downstairs because for one thing uh, the, the upstairs will have become the downstairs and I know what you're thinking there you're thinking oh well then you will be downstairs so you'll have gone downstairs uh, not true no I won't have gone anywhere uh, the, the upstairs will have transformed around me uh, into a downstairs I won't have gone downstairs I'll just be downstairs uh, it's like oh it's like the way it's like the way if you're standing over there beside Mars and Mars is overhanging the sun so it moves around and if you, cl- you close your eyes for a couple of months uh, you're supposed to be well you need to make assumptions first assume that you're suspended in space and that uh, breathing and food is, and etc isn't a problem uh, this is because this is a this is a thought experiment. You don't need to have the real thing, so you don't need to be able to breathe or be able to survive in space. Just pretend you can, and then you're you're sitting there. You're about a mile from Mars, and then you wait about three months, and Mars has moved on because Mars is moving. Uh, well, you're still exactly where you are. It's just that Mars has moved. Will it be the same if the if the downstairs floor of this house collapsed in on itself and the upstairs became the downstairs? I wouldn't have moved unless you consider falling with the house as moving uh, but if I move if I move with the house if I, if the floor stays intact and I'm still on it sitting on this chair uh, then I haven't moved in relation to the to the surroundings around me and that's that's all that movement is I was listening to Professor Stephen Hawking's going on about this recently he says that's all that movement is or something to that effect anyway hello and welcome to the show I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Uh, Tesco, uh, chewable vitamin C, 30, 200 milligram tablets. Absolutely fucking delicious. They're fucking delicious, that's what these are. Uh, if there was a if there was a, a fruit available in this flavour, I would definitely eat it. I would eat five of them a day, or whatever the recommended dose is. Uh, but unfortunately, the problem with these is they're, uh, they're vitamins. You can't, just, you can't just pour a whole bottle of them down your gullet much as I'd like to I assume you can't anyway I assume you'd get vitamin C poisoning your face would go orange and you'd have to go out you'd go out (coughs) (coughs) you'd have to go out and explain to everyone why you're orange and you'd have to say do you have a problem with me being orange and they'd say "Uh, not really a problem just a concern I have a concern about your sudden orangeness uh, so maybe if I upped the dosage gradually so I became very, very gradually uh, orange in increments, nobody would notice. And then one day, uh, one day I'd just be totally orange, a bit like the way Michael Jackson did. He became totally, uh, suddenly, gradually uh, wa- uh, white, or wherever he became. What did he become? He became dead. That's what he became. Uh, but no, before that, he became white. Uh, white as a sheet, white as a ghost. Uh, he's even probably even more white as a ghost now if you can get any more white than white you probably can't maybe you can get luminous white but that's not more white it's just exaggerated white it's white that's got good lighting behind it or something it doesn't make it any more white it's either white or 
it's not. That's what it is. This fan heater up here is white. It's white. Hasn't been used since about June. Uh, I went to use it the other day and uh, what happened? I can't remember. Oh yes, nothing interesting happened. That's what happened. Uh, couldn't find where the plug was. It's down behind the back of everything here. I'm going to have to dig it out before it goes gets fucking cold again. Otherwise I'm going to come in here one morning in late September. I'll be fucking freezing my arse off and I'll say oh I need some heat in here I need some heat in here and I need it pronto I need it to heat this place up immediately before I die like one of those men exploring the North Pole or Mount Everest or the North Polar face of Mount Everest and they suddenly go oh it's very cold up here it's very cold that, I'll tell you that cold weather creeped up on us very suddenly when we climbed up this mountain can somebody put the heater on and then somebody else will say uh, we're up Mount Everest how the fuck do you put a heater on and they'll say it's a metaphor it's a metaphor it means uh, dig out uh, dig out the balaclavas and the heavier anoraks and uh, uh, maybe a husky to sleep under or something or uh, start a fire maybe that's what we do start a fire and of course Mount Everest now it's covered in frigging it's covered in soot and leftover dust and ashes from all these fires that people are setting up uh, they're bringing in ah the government over there wherever Mount I was reading recently the government in wherever Mount Everest is uh, if it's in the country I don't know if it's in the country maybe it's too high up to be in the country surely to Christ if you're that far up into space that you're up on top of Mount Everest that can't be part of a country unless countries are three dimensional now which I very much doubt they are uh, it's like if it's like if you were to if you were to object to a space shuttle flying over your house, you say, oh, that space shuttle is invading my back garden. It's flying directly over my back garden. That's my private property. I should get my permission unless there happens to be a county council right of way where they're allowed to go over it. No, no, you wouldn't be. Uh, nobody will li would listen to you with that crap. They'd say, you're talking a load of crap. I'm not listening to that. And you'd say, how do you know I'm talking a load of crap if you're not listening to it and they'll say well I listened to your opening summary uh, just like when you look at a you look at a scientific uh, study in a, a journal of science there's a thing at the beginning I forget what it's called is it an excerpt that's what it is there's a thing at the beginning called an excerpt or something and it gives uh, basically a summary of the of the uh, whatever it is the journalistic uh, ah the scientific study whatever the hell it is I was talking about uh, no anyway space you can't be, you can't be treating space as if it's part of your own back garden because for, for another thing that's uh, if, you, if you're up at a particular point in space you could be over my garden but you could also be over somebody else's garden on another planet if you're doing a direct line from then and then as well you have on top of that the fact that the planets move so no uh, not really feasible to have prop to own property overhead in space above your house or to, or to assert that you own it if a hell of a lot of uh, legal troubles trying to uh, trying to claim that I can tell you it might be worth it in the end maybe if you could find the money to invest about 3 billion in in uh, legal aid uh, to fight to fight your case it might be worth doing if the end result is going to be that you own half of space I suppose and you charge rent to people but they did they'll probably just stop going into space then people will just stop going into space you wouldn't make any rental income uh, I don't know if you've ever 
never at all about that. You probably haven't. There was a fella in the news the other day in England. Uh, he lives in a town where there's a... Oh, there's roadworks going on and there's a road closed. So he's opened a temporary road going through his own property. And it's a toll road. And he says, come up here, take a shortcut through my property. Uh, basically through his back garden or his farm or something. And he says, yeah, he set up a little toll booth. And he says, give me money and you can come on through. Uh, give if you got money, if you've got the money, uh, I've got the shortcut. Uh, yeah, I've got the, isn't that a Pet Shop Boys song? A song by the Pet Shop Boys. I've got the looks and you've got the brains. Let's make lots of money. I've got the brains and you've got the something. Let's make lots of money. I hope they did make lots of money because that'd be a little, a little disappointing for them if they didn't. If you make a song saying that's, although it wasn't autobiographical, it was. Uh, I think he was talking about a uh, fictional thing where he uh, sets up some sort of an enterprise with some woman, uh, some sort of a business entertainment show business enterprise. I assume uh, he was already in a showbiz entertainment enterprise with the other fella out of the pet shop boys. Uh, so this was like Inception. He was going down another level into a fictional world where he goes in. although he's perfectly entitled to have more than one fictional enterprise you're allowed to be in more than one band uh, your man Roger Taylor out of Queen uh, he had the cross and he had his solo enterprises uh, who else uh, your man Bono out of U2 uh, he has that stuff he does he goes off oh he goes off and says says stuff to governments about the third world he says listen to me have you heard about this place called Africa uh, I'll play you a little song about it. Uh, here we go. It's a song about it that one of my fellow pop musicians wrote. It goes a little something like this. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. So Bono plays a little bit of that. And then he's got everybody's attention, you see. He, has, he works it to his advantage if you have a bit of musical or entertainment uh, talent, you can work that to your advantage to get everybody's attention and then when you got their attention he goes into a musical interlude a little musical interlude where he goes between choruses and there's just an instrumental and then he starts talking about Africa and then I tell you he's got them by the short and curlies, he's got their attention he can lecture them about how to change the third world and that's how Bono does it, he's a very a very intelligent man, I used to live near Bono, or they used to yes I did, that's right, I lived near Bono more than once, I lived near Bono in a place called Bray on the east coast of Ireland, uh, my mother saw him going for walks along the Esplanade that. And then he moved. Uh, he moved. Well, he was moving all the time. Uh, walking is moving. Um, but no, he moved to another house somewhere else, further up the coast. Uh, he's probably never at home anyway. Why would you be at home? There's no, there's no reason to be at home when you when the world is your oyster. You're off travelling the world with your band and with your uh, political influences and with whatever else you have. Why would you need a house? You just need to have a house at all. Uh, but as it happens in those days, he had a very nice house uh, beside a little historic tower. And uh, yeah, he did, presumably he lived in 
amazing. I have a zoo, but occasionally he went home and lived with it. When, even when you're away, you're still living in the house if you're a resident of it. But no, uh, he lived in it. Uh, presumably he ate sandwiches sometimes in it. Presumably he went to bed sometimes in it. Uh, presumably he sat up watching television sometimes in it. Although would you, it was a historic building, a Martello Tower, or maybe he wasn't allowed to have a television aerial on it, uh, which would be a bummer. Although they do have piped television in that town. Uh, they always did in those days, so maybe he had that. I don't know. I don't know. He could always just go round to the pub round the corner and watch Sky Sports via satellite if he's into that sort of thing. Into your head! Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com Studio at intoyourhead.com Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com Two cats walk into Bono's former home uh, on the east coast of Ireland, uh, about about 12 miles south of Dublin city centre, in case you're wondering. You can get the electric train out. Uh, it's not an underground electric train. It's an overground electric train. It goes, goes over the ground, goes pretty much out, straight out from Dublin. You get on the train, and then the doors close behind you, and then you sit down if you can get a seat, or you stand up if you can't. You're already standing up when you're walking or you come to you come to a, a stop and you just sit stand there and get out of everybody's way don't block the doors because people need to get in and out through the doors don't be blocking the doors on the electric train anyway you get on the electric train uh presumably in the dublin city center chances are well depends where you're coming from uh, you're probably coming from the point of view of a listener in which case please make an appointment first uh but no actually you know don't because I don't live on the on the electric trainway line so if you're getting that out of way you won't be coming anywhere near me so you don't need an, an invitation or an appointment from me it's nothing to do with me I don't live out in those parts anymore haven't done for many years haven't done for many years uh no you see you get on the train and then you get out to the second last stop which used to be the last stop until they extended it for you get off at the second last stop and then you go out to you go out into the you go out into the outside real world outside of the 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 uh, suburban commuter rail line world you go out into the real world where people have legs and cars and fresh air and everything isn't powered by a ridiculously long a ridiculous 40 mile long electric uh, wire cable that's plugged in somewhere on the north side of Dublin fucking ridiculous and then you go over you go round to the right and you go round the corner you go through the level crossing gates if they're open or you go up over the pedestrian bridge and down the other side and then you go down for about another two minutes and then you turn left and you walk for about another four minutes and there it's there on the left just before the harbour Bono's old house there's a Martello tower with a house beside it uh, I think they're both part of the same property I'm not, I can't remember now it's not Bono's house anymore so if you go up and knock on the door uh 
uh, you won't be annoying him, you'll be annoying whoever, uh, oh, whoever he bought the property off, presumably for a lot of money, although not as much as they get a few years later when there was the main property boom, uh, although if they'd waited till after that now, it'd be worth fuck all the last few years, but it's probably going up again, but let's not get uh, bogged down in the economic cycle, uh, especially the Irish property market, because that's a, that's a whole different kettle of fish, whole different ball game, an entirely different, ah, an entirely different metaphor as well, so no, it'll be, anyway, you go up to Bono's house, and what was the purpose of this uh, story, I can't remember, was this a two cats walk into a bar story, I can't remember, was it, was it two cats, oh yes, it was two cats walk into uh, Bono's old residence in Bray, uh, so, two cats walk into Bono's old residence in Bray, I don't know if they got the electric train out, there's a good chance that they didn't, maybe they're just from the area, uh, in which case they would have just walked, uh, but either way, either way, it adds a bit of colour, uh, anyway, the two cats go up to their front door, and they go, meow, 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 look at us, we're cats, and some old woman comes up, up to their front door, and opens it, and says, uh, ah, hello, you appear to be cats, and the cats say, we are indeed, we're cats, we're both cats, meow, 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 and the woman says, okay, don't wear it out, and the cats say, what'll happen, why, what'll happen if we do, will we be dead, if we wear out our, uh, our status as cats, will we be dead, will we cease to be cats, or what'll happen, and the woman says, no, you'll just become, you'll just become a, a, a person, what do you call it, a caricature of yourself, you become one of those people who's just a caricature of yourself, you'll go around, you'll be in pubs all the time, and people will come up to you and say, oh, do your impression of a cat, and you'll say, I am doing my impression of a cat, and they'll say, no, do it the way you did that time on the doorstep, outside Bono's old house, do it properly, you're not even trying, and can tell you, that sort of thing, that sort of thing does a lot of damage to your psyche, I can tell you, you mightn't realise now as young cats, but that sort of thing, I can tell you, it has an impact on you, you'll never be the same again, uh, mark my words, and the cats say, oh, thank you very much for the advice, anyways, Bono here, and the woman says, why in the name of Christ would Bono be here, and the cats say, I don't know, maybe finishing off the, uh, the transfer of property, and the woman says, if the transfer of property wasn't complete yet, I wouldn't have moved in yet for one thing, uh, for another thing, we bought the house about ten years ago, and for a further thing, uh, why in the name of Christ are you here, and the cats say, never mind, never mind, uh, sorry to disturb you, madam, and the madam says, that's okay, that's okay, don't tell anybody I'm running a whorehouse, house here and the cats say uh, we weren't going to because we didn't know until this moment you say you're running a, a prostitution ring is it a filthy pedophile murderer drugs ring uh, with gangsters uh, selling illegal drugs as well and the woman says, no, 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 I'm just a bog-standard madame, uh, secretly running a brothel in Bono's old house. Have you got a problem with that? And the cats say, uh, we do now, because now we know so we know about something that it's, that's illegal. We're going to have a moral quandary as to whether we need to report it. And actually, the police station is very close to here, isn't it? Or is it? Let me think now. It's about 15 minutes' walk as the crow flies. 
and uh, and the woman says oh that's a bit worrying now i suppose that's a bit worrying uh but he'd have to go up there and turn left and then right and then immediately left again and through the little alleyway where the ah where the uh, pizza place is and then right and then left and then either the first right or the second right i can't remember and then it's left and then it's in the gate on the left if i remember right even when i live there uh so you'd never be able to remember all those directions as cats and the cats say that's a good point that's a good point uh it's good good job you live don't live in one of those american cities where everything's straight lines and blocks and you can just say oh go up there three blocks and it's on your right uh i tell you there's an advantage to living in a complicated map and the woman says, there is indeed, there is indeed, thank Christ for that. And the cats say, ah, well, I think they're, we're done here then. And the woman says, we are indeed, and thank you for calling. And the great night is had by all. Good morning. Into your this is a this is an afterlude uh, for the oh for the purposes of balance because I did a prelude to today's episode uh, so this is an afterlude you'll notice just there I didn't you do my usual thing that I do at the end of saying anyway good morning uh, instead I just went good morning uh, I must have been in a hurry or something well why was I in a hurry it wasn't finished yet hadn't made enough show yet at that point I hadn't even made the prelude yet so I had only done about 22 minutes absolutely fucking ridiculous packing up your i do this a lot uh, packing up your packing up my bags before it's time to go i do this a lot i tend to do it on the treadmill quite a lot i've been treadmilling a bit lately and about two minutes before the end when i realized i've almost done the amount of time i want to do oh i start unplugging things uh, turning off the ipadlet uh disconnecting everything uh taking my phone off as charger uh, taking the towel off and throwing it over onto the chair where I'm about to go and sit and have a rest uh, what else do I do uh, I basically do have all the stuff get ready to go basically and then I see a, the timer uh, counting down to zero and I think Christ the minute that gets to zero the millisecond it turns to zero I'm going to get off this fucking treadmill and then usually something goes wrong the towel I'm trying to throw uh, gets uh, goes the wrong way and lands behind the treadmill so that delays me at the end when I get off I have to go and fetch the towel from where it's fallen down behind uh, but no the point is I'm always in a hurry to get to get up and going before I'm even finished which I suppose you could say is efficient you're getting ready to go uh, you're losing every second of time to get on get ready for the next stage you're multitasking you're finishing off your treadmill and at the same time you're getting ready for your rest because I usually go and sit down for 10 minutes on the chair next to the treadmill have a drink of water uh, listen to podcasts other than this one because I've already heard this one I've heard this podcast already uh, what else do I do uh, play with my eye telephone uh, we are probably think I'm name dropping now because I've already mentioned in this segment I have an iPadlet attached to my uh, treadmill and now I'm mentioning my eye telephone you're thinking he's dropping the names of all these fancy gadgets he has i am not i am not uh well i suppose i am in a way uh, but not intentionally so uh, effectively i am not uh if i am it's inadvertent it's inadvertent that's what it is uh i think we're done here